Welcome back to your home inspector training. I am Garth Haslam, and it's good to have you on board. Today's subject, we're talking about structural issues. Of course, as a home inspector, you're expected to know all things about all things. And, of course, one of those all things is structural issues. If you're not a structural engineer with 20 years' experience in looking at structural failures and structural cracks and structural movement, you may not be up to speed on that sort of thing. So I'm here to help you get to a kindergarten level on that. And then you can also, of course, do your own research depending on what's happening in your area. For example, if you live on the west side of Colorado where you got mountains, things are going to be very much different to, than maybe Kansas where there's no hillsides at all. So there will be a different set of structural issues there. Let's begin this segment by talking about vertical geological movement, meaning up and down where the structure is not moving side to side, it's actually dropping. That's also known as settlement. And, you know, there's a number of different kinds of settlement we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about different kinds of structures, whether the footings might be undermined, maybe because of drainage or maybe because of stream beds or maybe because there's no compaction. We're going to be talking about all of that here. Might as well get started. Let's say that you're driving up to the home. It turns out this one was built in 1910. As is common for homes of that nature, sometimes they'll build the original structure. Then maybe in 1945, they'll build another couple hundred square feet on the back, give grandma another bedroom, and then maybe in 1970, 1980, they'll build another structure on the back of that, perhaps for a laundry room or something like that. You can often tell when that happens because you'll typically have some cracks that show up. Now, if they've got siding on the exterior, those cracks may be hidden, but quite often there'll be maybe masonry or whatever there may be, stucco, and you can actually see where these different additions have moved differently. And of course, each of them are different structures that are simply adjacent to each other, so you'll see where they've moved differently, and those cracks will be an obvious sign that we have different additions. So, of course, those cracks don't necessarily mean that any of the multiple structures is structurally unsound. They're just different structures, and they're moving differently. Now, where that can be a problem is if the cracks are wide enough, it might allow critters inside the walls and perhaps inside the living space. So you need to inspect for that and bring that up to the client. Vertical cracks that widen at the top would mean that structures like that you're getting one structure that's rotating away. And, of course, the widening at the top means that where the crack is the widest, the opposite corner is what's settling. So if maybe the top corner of the west side is wide, then that means the bottom corner of the east side is what's settling. And then you need to look at the bottom corner of the east side and see if there's a reason why it might have been settling. Quite often that can be because of drainage issues. Maybe they didn't get water away from the foundation. Sometimes it can be maybe because the foundation might have been wood and it's being eaten away by termites. But you need to take a look at that corner and 
see if you can identify why the structural movement has been happening. It's one thing to have structural movement be a historical thing and ended. It's another thing entirely to miss a reason why a home is, or a part of the home, is moving or continuing to move and going to be a bigger problem as time goes by. That's different kinds of structures. Then I want to get into footings. And there's a number of ways that footings can be undermined. The first of them, and foremost, is going to be drainage undermining. And I briefly touched on that, talking about the different structures thing above. Let's say that you've got a home where they don't have a rain gutter system, or maybe they do have a rain gutter system and a downspout, but then they don't get the water away from the foundation. That can present all kinds of problems because the water just drops right next to the foundation. It's going to stay right there. It's going to pond there, and it's going to go straight down where it's going to turn the soil beneath your footing into mud. Now, just a quick background. The structure, the walls, are going to transfer all the weight down into the foundation, which transfers the weight down into the footing beneath them. The footing is the basic structural support for everything above it. But it still has to be supported, and it's got to be supported by the soil beneath. So if you turn that soil beneath into mud, then you've got a problem the footing is going to give and then everything above is going to give and then you're going to start getting cracks. I go back to a house that I did in, well, let's just call it a rural town. And what had happened, you know, you had some farmer Joe that decided to build a home and he just built a house. He figured he knew how to do it and so he started building. He did not build on virgin soil, or at least he did not compact anything. And so by the time I got there, this home was 10, 15 years old, and one entire side of the structure had completely cracked. I got into the space, and it was actually a bedroom. He'd had a window there, and the window completely broke in half to the point that he'd taken the window out and boarded that wall up from the outside, but not from the inside. He still had this window frame there, but then what you could see through the opening that used to be for a window, you could see the exterior siding. In addition to that, I saw where there was a small crack on the east side that got wider as you go up the wall, and then I saw where you had this quarter inch to three-eighths inch crack across the ceiling, and then you go down the west wall back down to a smaller crack again. So it was very clear to me that the northern chunk of this bedroom was now a completely separate structure than the southern chunk. You had that settlement that had happened, and again, that one, in that case, it was because of drainage and a very settleable soil that actually did settle, and now you got a couple of different structures. The irony on that particular one is that this was the third time I'd done an inspection for this lady. The first time I'd found some littler issues, you know, some hot neutral reverse type plugs and that sort of thing that were not that big a deal. She didn't like it. She had me go down for another one. It had worse electrical issues. She didn't like that. She canceled that one. She uh, called me down for this third inspection. And then I find these major structural issues. 
So I assume she canceled that one, and I never heard from her again. Not a good run for her. That kind of brings me to another set of rules. Depending on where you are working, there are different sets of rules. In rural communities, the homes are going to be older. They're not generally going to be built to the same standards as if you're in the city. And so you need to account for that as you're doing your inspection. Not necessarily to not write stuff up, but to be clear with your buyer that sometimes when you're buying in a more rural, farmy sort of an area that sometimes you get what you get when you're buying out there. Still, of course, you need to be clear. So in the case of an undermined footing, you're going to see 45-degree cracks. In this particular case, the whole chunk of the house was falling off. So basically, we went up one wall, across the ceiling, and down the other wall. Normally, you're going to just have an undermined footing as relates to drainage show up in 45-degree cracks that are going to basically make a pyramid or approach making a pyramid. So, for example, if you have the, and I'm going to try and paint this picture while you visualize it, let's say you're looking at the northeast corner of a structure. And let's say you're looking at the north side If you have a 45-degree crack that starts at the base, maybe three feet away from the corner, and then it wanders up at roughly a 45-degree angle towards the east wall. And then if you look at the east wall and you see another crack that starts at roughly a 45-degree angle and runs towards the north wall, if you look at both at the same time, those cracks tend to point to each other at the top. That would be kind of the equivalent of making a pyramid. If you're seeing that, then you know that we have settlement cracking at that corner because the corner itself, it's settled enough to the point that you're going to have the cracking there. If that's what's going on, then you've got settlement at that corner and you need to look at why that settlement is happening. As in many settlement cracks, the top points to the problem corner. If both cracks are pointing to the northeast corner, then you know that's the northeast corner that is the problem. All right. I want to also cover undermined footings from stream beds and compaction, and we will do that in the next segment. Appreciate having you on board, and as always, take care of your clients, serve them well, respect them, honor them, and it'll be a lot easier for you as you move through your career as a home inspector. Go out there, make me proud.